I'ma say what I feel And I promise to keep it real Welcome to the Red Room Till your fears are diminishing, the doubts are behind ya It's hard to grind in the business, got me stressed in the rent room We let that shit up off our chest You know the street nerd has got no time for no caca Sass in class, yes that's Mr. Bolakaja Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards It's all about the crap of screenwriting It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun Write what you feel, say what you want Welcome to the Rant Room. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Hilliard Guest, and you guys are listening to the Screenwriters Rant Room, where we keep it real, we keep it opinionated, we keep it what, Chris? 2019. It's a whole nother thing. We'll have to, you know, <laughs> we'll have to get you guys bringing it over to London. You know nothing about that. <laughs> On this show, we discuss entertainment, TV, film, music, culture, but our focus is always screenwriting, stories, craft, and shit like that. So Lisa Bolacaja is out, but she will be back in two weeks, finally. Right. When you come back from your thing, mm-hmm. we'll be back, and uh, we will get it in. So today we got my man Chris Derrick in the house, writer, producer, cinephile himself, director. What's going down? It's good, man. <laughs> Look at it. Mouth full of food. Things are good. Things are good. I'm, I love it. I love excited. it. Excited. Excited. Um, but <clears throat> Things that you know, I'm, I'm, like the secret, the yes. secret ex- excursion is happening next week. <laughs> the short trip, we should yeah, say short that. Trip, short so, trip. Instead of saying I'm going out of town, yeah. people, the people get that twisted. They're like, "Where is he going? He's leaving us." Yeah. I'm on a no, short trip. No, I'm just going on a short trip. I'll be gone just a week. <clears throat> right. Doing more than a week. Um, so that's cool. I'm doing that. Um, I'm just doing a bunch of writing. Um, I got to prep some things. Uh, I got to turn to something for that uh, that uh, imagine mm-hmm. thing to do today. I'm almost done with that, and then uh, yeah, that's I'm good. It's good. That's what's up. Yeah, cool. Well, we got to talk. I got some shit going on. I got to tell you about. Um, yeah, some big yeah, you shit. do big shit. Uh, so yeah, that's what's up. So if you guys are growing, let's go ahead and get on into the show. So today we got my big sister in the house, Jenny Frankfurt, y'all. Hello. Former manager. Now you run the Finish Line screenplay Script. competition? Script, Script competition? Competition. Script competition. Yeah. Yes, of course. Pilots and screenplays. Yes, of course. How many years you guys been doing it now? This is our fourth year. Fourth year. Yeah. Wow, just zoomed. It has zoomed. Man. <laughs> like y'all on the map now. Yeah, we're getting on that map. <laughs> yeah, we're getting on we're cutting out our that. space on that map. Right. Yeah. So, um, um, I just want to say a little disclaimer. I've, I've, you know, and we've talked about this before. I, there are, there are several competitions that, you know, that, that I'm behind and yours is one of them because of you. And I know you're a big um, component and supporter of writers, you know, and, and, and you do something different than most of the other screenplay competitions do. And that I appreciate. Thank you. So our focus is on rewriting and helping the writer make the script better while in competition right you know i don't know i've never who understood does that? who get, why I, I think i say this every time i come mm-hmm. here but i was just do, saying it to somebody the other day what is the point of getting notes on a on a screenplay that you've mm-hmm. entered into a competition after the competition is over I yeah that's it. true i just that's why that's the, a really that's good way to look started. at it yeah okay. it's kind of strange because i got notes back on, a, on a, something a couple of years ago and i just was like it was like 
three or four months after you've already polished it nine times since then I've changed it you know you know and and to me the worst thing is is that A I should have got the notes back with the rejection letter number one right didn't happen so I'm like so when it came I was kind of like why am I getting this now Hmm. yeah and I kind of feel like every writer will tell you that writing is rewriting Mm -hmm. and that um and to not be able to m- make an adjustment on the work while it's still in competition is—it's uh, just crazy to me. And so, I mean, it's—I mean, I remember you on last year we were talking about this, and I was like, "Well, that's really cool because every other aspect of you know stuff that you're doing with your film, with your script, with your TV show—they're like, there's always that like it's it's being edited until they have to give it up." That's mm-hmm. right. You know, Such a good point. Yeah. I mean, there, I remember reading the guy say, uh, you know, I've been watching the Mission Impossible thing because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm all, uh, the, but, but the behind the scenes. And the guy was like, we'll be working on this until 10 days before it's ready to release. Mm. I mean, w- w- they might be shooting stuff. They might be doing editing, the, the music, color correcting. We, there's, there's visual effects. There's so much stuff. And it's like, why don't you have the opportunity with the, with the writing for these competitions? Because yeah. it's right. like, you know... I mean, every film comes out and they, and they test it. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. it's not. You, guess what? We got to right. go back and reshoot that's, the that's whole ending. That's such a good that's analogy. No, I, I actually don't think analogy. I've ever thought about I that either. I've never thought about that either. That's brilliant. That is that's brilliant. brilliant. And, and then it's not, you know, and they go, oh, and there's a lot they got to do to kind of get it ready. Right. Yeah. Like for release so people can go now. This is, And then the competition really is that opening weekend. Right. You know, so right. is it good enough? Well, what we do is also, and I do. Let's just I tell everybody about your competition, first of all. So. It's the finish line script competition, Mm -hmm. and uh, I think there's two major components that we have that are that make it stand out. That was important to me. The main thing that was important when we uh, created it was the um, the rewriting, which is you can get notes pretty inexpensively. Let me tell you, okay, and you get as many pages of notes as it takes to give you notes. We do not stop at like, there's only, I'm sorry, we only give you three notes. So I'm going to cut out pages 14 through 25. You have to figure (laughs) that out on your own or whatever. We just keep writing until Mm. we're done. And Mm. that means good stuff and critical Mm. stuff. And you take what you like and leave the rest, as I always say. Mm. And then um, you can resubmit it for free. Mm. You can just, Keep working on on your own. You can work with the writers group. You can work with another consultant. You can work with your best friend who's mm-hmm. also a writer and right. rewrite it. Or you can keep coming back to us and keep getting notes. And the person that you keep getting notes from is the same consultant. So it's like That's you're working good. with a development person at a studio That's or good. at a network. So that person knows your script. It mm-hmm. knows how it's changed. It knows how it's you know yeah. what notes you took and what notes you didn't. And you know, so they're they've got a personal. Right. Let me you know, just ask you, connection to what it. is the, what is the <clears throat> what's the what's the window between when you submit and when it's like 10 months. I mean, wow. we give you almost the full. Like yeah, we if you can't it. fix your script in that time, yeah. you you need to start doing you some need, other yeah. stuff. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know mean, how to job. And the you people who saying? don't take advantage exactly. of the notes, I always say, like, some people don't have the money and I mm-hmm. totally get that. And we get offer so many discounts throughout the right. year because I'm real sensitive to people's financial situations, right. um, especially writers who are mm-hmm. usually doing it as a, a lot of people doing a second gig and mm-hmm. so on. So they're doing it when they can. And it's usually one of 10 other competitions yeah. they're submitting well, to. Exactly. Sure. And so I, um, 
we have long stretches of time okay. where like you have to get your first draft you know your your final draft in and mm-hmm. the first thing is like it's not i mean we opened right before christmas just in case people wanted to d- get some work done mm-hmm. over the holidays and their drafts aren't due until or anybody's draft isn't due until september oh my god which gives you plenty of time it gives us time to right. you know do all the notes mm-hmm. it does take a lot of time because we are it takes a ton of time, ton of time. Because we're thoughtful and we're giving real good notes, and we don't give like numbers where mm-hmm. it's just like, eh, that's I don't know, like a seven, right. you know. <laughs> yeah. It's substantive, and mm-hmm. um, and then we, you know, do quarterfinalists, and those people can redo Resubmit. them, okay, so that they're like, oh, I got somewhere. Let me see what else I can do to improve this. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't have to. It's mm-hmm. all, but um, if you if you want, we'll <clears throat> give you the notes, and yes, you have to pay for those. Still mm-hmm. very reasonably priced, mm-hmm. and if not. It's just free. People send in new drafts. I've got some people who send in, you know, 20 drafts of a script because oh they're working God. on it over nine people. Okay, that's now, a little much. Yeah, it's <laughs> a little much, but, you know, I changed the word. I want to say, yeah, you know, it's yeah. like, all right. But, you know. Um, but we get it. And you, you, get know, it. you get it. You get it's, it. It's, yeah. you know, like I just had Well, they my, don't at all. Right. Like my, my, my manager just sent my script out to, I mean, a huge person. And he said, hey, Hillary. I said, and when I first signed, I just signed with him like right before Christmas or something, mm-hmm. right? Huge manager. And he said, um, I said, I have one thing that I need from you. He said, what? I says, every time you submit any of my scripts, just hit me up and say, is this the last, the latest mm-hmm. version? Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it'll, it'll save you a lot of time. It'll save me a lot of headache. Yeah. Because like you said, sometimes you'll just do one word somewhere and you feel, oh my oh, God, I'm so glad so I did yeah. that. So when they get to that moment, they're yeah. going to enjoy it even more. Yeah. So that's why it's, it, it, I get why they, why well, they sure. do it. But in a competition system. <laughs> but it's for free, so right, why not? Right. It's, it's an email sent. Yeah. So that's that's kind of like the one that really uh, sets us apart. So the second one, which um, actually yeah, Sebastian, we'll we'll Sebastian uh, who is here, who's mm-hmm. our grand prize winner right. this year, is here from London. He um, he did rewrites on his script mm-hmm. through us. Mm-hmm. And now he's out here, and this is the second part that's the big thing. He's out here meeting 32 mentors. Oh, my God. This year... Sorry, Sebastian. This year we have 35 mentors, mm-hmm. one that's going on as we speak because yeah. it's already up and running again. 32 mentors. Really? I mean, they're pretty massive people. I mean, they're, you know, and I know if, execs, if, if producers. If they came with you, they got some, well, yeah. Well, you know, they're people I've known for a long time. Right, and, right. The, you know, they're screenwriters, producers, mm-hmm. execs at ne- networks and studios, managers, agents, mm-hmm. lawyers, yeah. you know. So he's here for two weeks awesome. to meet with everybody. He just meetings. finished his first meet. He's Talk just about finished the water his first bottle week. tour, right? <laughs> finished his first week. I think he's finally a California boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he, <laughs> he had to come to the rain, exactly. too, which was he's sad. He's that, uh, what's that thing called? The, the camel pack. He's got that much water. Because i got to get you out a lot, man. 30, 32 meetings in yeah. two weeks is a lot. That's a lot. Of meeting. But That's it a can, lot in a year for some writers. Oh, my God. Yeah, on, yeah. totally. Yeah. I mean, so, go ahead. you win a lot. You can win a better script and you win a lot of meetings. I mean, like, I think it's, it's very, that's the thing that happens with a lot of people. I mean, I was just, someone emailed me the other day and they were like, okay, so my script got, um, it was like a semifinalist in some competition uh-huh. and she's asking me to help her mm-hmm. to, to introduce it to people. I'm just kind of like, what happened to the semifinalists? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, so I mean, like, yeah, how do you? You're yeah. just done. How do you? Leverage a lot of those that? competitions. Yeah, well, how do you, you know. leverage that? And if you can't, then right. it's kind of like 
it's almost too. It's crazy because they're taking your money, they're doing all this kind of stuff for you, and then they and that's all they're doing is they're saying, "Well, you got." Close enough. Well, I will say that a lot of competitions, and we are included in this, um, you know, once quarterfinalists are announced, we start going out to agents and managers Mm -hmm. who are like, we want to know who the, you know, starting a quarterfinalist who's, you know, and then they have log lines. And so we get the reaches out there and any competition that's worth their salt should Mm be, you know, have that behind Mm -hmm. them saying we're going to, you know. Anybody who's interested in this, they're going to get the log. But like, yeah, I mean, I, I get them from know, Austin and from a bunch sure. of yeah, so, definitely. Um, so we do that, and and so do any. If they're not doing that, it's either that her script isn't appealing from right. the log line, something's not working. That's you know, make people oh, I want to read this, or the company or the competition is just sitting back and right. taking their money. Right. But yeah, we. I mean, we're all about trying to make writers. We I work with writers who didn't place. Mm-hmm. I mean, or who didn't win mm-hmm. as well because I think there's something special there. Just right. because they didn't win doesn't mean they, I don't want them to sure. meet X person who sure. I think will connect. Yeah, sometimes it's potential. You yeah. know. Um, well, with anyway. that, let's go ahead and get into who we have on the show here. So Sebastian. one thing I was setting up earlier is that we had you on the show and I said, you know, um, when you guys have your winner, you know, we'll have them on the show. That was very kind So you were like, okay, well, let's get it. <laughs> Hello, I have my winner. <laughs> exactly. So welcome to the show, everybody. Sebastian, forgive me, I'm going to kill your last name. Magiera? Magira. That's what I said. Yeah. <laughs> I know. You said it. You got it exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. I was trying to add some flavor. He's like, Magira. Like, he ain't got no British accent or something. See him? <laughs> this is meeting 33. To I know. Yeah. About it. So, what are you so, two going to do for him? So, okay. Thank you. So, welcome to the show, Sebastian. Come a little closer. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. So, um, what's it been like? When, well, let me ask you this. So what made you submit to this competition in particular? And you better be nice because Jenny's yeah. right there. <laughs> I almost didn't get out of bed. And I was like, I better go and make sure he says the right things. <laughs> it was yeah. and, and, um, and what was the process like for you so that other people listening out there can make the decision whether or not they're going to submit? Um, well, I have a Close confession it. that I um, wasn't quite aware that we were allowed to resubmit from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. And so then when I got through, so when I got through to the quarterfinal and I mm-hmm. read through information, I was kind of like really surprised right. that you can actually do that. And, and You're like, I just so happened that I did a pass yeah, on it yeah, recently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's true. You you yeah. didn't you submitted it regularly before, just submitted it. Yeah. And then yeah. you came back for notes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's and good I submitted it quite late as well. I didn't like <clears throat> submit it in, you know, like January or something. Mm-hmm. And then uh and then when I found out I could do that and I got the notes from you, uh I was you know, I thought that was like fantastic. Mm-hmm. And I ended up um so uh, I mean, it was really good practice as well, right. I think, for a writer to be able to respond to notes like right. that. And what were the like, notes like for you, for the, for the listeners who were just, I'm speaking for them, so just... Yeah, they're really constructive, you know, <clears> very, <throat> very thorough. There are a lot of them as well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I've, I've submitted to competitions with notes or for notes, which right. have been kind of underwhelming, to say the mm-hmm. least, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was really, you know, I was really grateful to even just have that. And then okay. when I got the opportunity to, you know, make changes and resubmit, that mm-hmm. was like... Um, so fantastic, uh, as I said, and then um, and then I just yeah f- went through them all. I even had a few, a couple of friends um, like also give me their own notes on the notes, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and also read the new draft. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, and then when I was happy with it, I resubmitted, and I was kind of not expecting to hear back <laughs> <laughs> again. But see, well, that, hello, that's, is this Sebastian? That's the way. <laughs> sorry, that's the way to. That, I think that's the way to do it, though. You have to. 
Um, and we talk about this all the time. You submit something and yeah, you forget go. it. Yeah. You know, you just have to blank. Don't write down on mm. May 6th is the day of, <laughs> of, of, of uh, yeah. quarterfinals. Forget it. Yeah. Be surprised when you get an email yeah, that you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't don't look for it. It's it's horrible. See, this is yeah. this is interesting. Mm. You said this about the notes were constructive, because like I said, the last time I got notes on something uh, from a competition, it was kind of a critique mm. about you know what they liked and what they. I mean, and and there was an issue they had, but they didn't like offer anything. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like it's just like when you, it's just like if you're giving. I mean, to me, I don't ever give anybody notes unless I can also pitch a a a, a fix. Yeah. And the fix might not be it might not help over them, but at least it, it lets me it lets that person know that like I've read your script. I've I'm not just saying I bumped on this, but it's like here's how this could maybe potentially work. Mm-hmm. Or, and 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 the <clears throat> and I tell everyone all the time it's like you don't have to take my note. Just you know, like I mean, you know, like I'm, I'm not expecting you to do what I say. I'm right. saying that this should spur you to think, think about. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. That's that note That's behind right. the note yeah. thing. Yeah, right. and we do that. I yeah. mean, to, to a degree. Like sometimes I say, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if maybe?" Mm-hmm. And and I always put that sparks a question. Yeah, yes. and I always put like just a thought. You mm-hmm. know, like I'm right. not telling you how to rewrite right. your stuff. It's right. just like as I'm reading this. Here's this, what I'm feeling. This is what yeah, I'm feeling. Yeah, there's yeah. some good suggestions. Yeah. I remember there's also praise as well, like <coughs> yes. some things that we really liked. Um, yeah. And that's, you know, that's kind of uplifting. Right. And, and, you know, so you realize it's not just a critical, you know. Right. And you have to have a little bit of that, I think, sprinkled throughout. Yes. It, it tells the reader, I'm reading this. Yeah. You know, to this me. worked. Yeah. It's not just this doesn't work, this right. doesn't work, this yeah. doesn't work, fix, fix, no. fix, fix. There's, there's yeah. got to be something, because I've even, you know, like I said, read for Sundance and stuff, mm-hmm. like there's even. I would find things like if there was a script I just absolutely did not connect with, I would look at it and be like, okay, here's where I'm going to have fun writing about it, though. And I'll be like, you know, this character kind of fell a little flat, but if they would be really interesting if they did this and I'll go on a whole little journey with them and how they could be interesting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then I enjoy writing it. You know what I mean? So there's (laughs) that's right. Right. You know what I mean? It, It takes away the pressure for me of. Oh, now page I got to. Yeah, now I'm just like, oh, now I get to write back. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's well, an yeah, art because it. See, the thing about being a critic as opposed to being like an actual creative writer who's giving <clears throat> notes is you do find that energy of like, oh, what if we changed it like this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is kind of feeding you, where someone right. who's just a critic is just like, I, I'm not sure, like, where it's like they a teacher, get, you know, it's yeah. like a school teacher who mm-hmm. just kind of goes wrong, you know, right. X right. or check, X, yes check, and no. you know, and then like, yeah, 14 out of 20, mm-hmm. bye. I don't know what mm-hmm. they get out of it. Yeah. So, so anyway. So, so, so the notes were good. You submitted a second time. Yeah. Um, and you said you submitted late the first time. Uh, Meaning, yeah. like right toward the end of the the of, of before the quarterfinal, right, basically. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Pretty much. Not. Yeah. Not. Yeah. We hadn't. I yeah. hadn't read it okay. at that point when mm-hmm. he submitted it again. Right. Yeah. Or I hadn't. Right. It doesn't mean. That and the next couple of times, I also submitted for notes again because I thought they were mm-hmm. really helpful. And to be honest, I thought. I mean, they know what they want. They know mm-hmm. what's good. And so I thought it was no brainer. I've got to right. like find out what they think of this right. version and this version. Right. 
Um, That's what we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and <laughs> That's it how was, it works. Yeah, it was just it was just phenomenal. I, yeah. I really think every single <laughs> competition should do that. I know, agree, hundred percent. Um, don't let them. <clears> they don't. Do they it. don't have that. A, a lot <laughs> of them don't not, think they have. A lot of them don't think they have the time. And 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 one of the things that I think is the biggest problem, which is why I think yours works a lot, Jenny, is. You look at it from a writer's point of view. Yep. You know, a lot of people are just looking at it like, oh, well, you know, we have this competition. Um, we need a way to get writers out there. Right. What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it really doesn't mean a lot if you're not really helping them right. forward. Right. You're only helping that one person who wins or those right. three people who are in the finals or whatever the hell doesn't do you a lot of good for all the yeah. other people. You're looking at each and every person. Right. Even if they don't win, they got something out of it because they got great. No, whatever. Well, that's it. Yeah. Whatever. And that's how we started. The idea was like, even if you don't win, you mm-hmm. win. Right. I mean, it's cheesy, but you know, you're still, you're now you've got a script that's better right. than it was before. That's and the key. And you're you can writing take it is, to and writing you know, is a process as well, mm-hmm. as you know. You know, and, and it's organic. I feel right. the script is always organic. It's always moving and you know changing. Right. And so that you know that's, that's what the whole process of that competition. Here's the interesting thing. So we hear this little fake accent that he has right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep let's it up. trying to get him working let's, on it. So, He's been listening me. to like you know. All right. So this is something that that, that like I think is interesting about again about. Getting notes, making the changes, like you said, it's organic. Is that I, to me? It feels like the process you do when you're, like you said, when you're actually developing yeah. a script with someone. Because mm-hmm. even the, I think the thing that people don't necessarily realize is, even if you sell a script to somebody, they're still going to give you notes. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. Because really they, because they're like, hey, you know <laughs> yeah. what? This is good enough to buy. Mm-hmm. But we know that. The director we the directors we have in mind like might want this. Everybody wants Orders, to put their stamp on. Actors want this. <laughs> it's it's um and the thing is is that it's just the, it's the thing that like uh, Craig was saying that in, the, in that seminar he gives about doing rewrites. It's mm-hmm. like Craig Mason for those Mazin. Of you. Oh, Craig <laughs> if you keep the the thing that he says a lot is you can't think about it as a script. Mm-hmm. You gotta think about it as the movie, or think about it as the TV show, right. and don't worry about the draft number, how many pages I've done, because your ultimate goal is, you know, the, is the next the next phase. Mm-hmm. And I feel that it's. I mean, it sounds like from you and from what you're saying that the resp- that the response that you got was, I am being in, um, I'm being emboldened. By you know the, the, the notes they're giving me to make this better because I can now see it come to life more. You know that, that to me is what happens with every draft that I'm writing. Is yeah. like it becomes more and more like in my head. Like here I'm projecting it in my, the back of my skull. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. And I'm kind of like you know like to me that's the excitement right. about it. About the rewriting is like how do you get to those ideas faster, better, quicker? So mm-hmm. interesting. So, like I said, we hear this fake accent on Sebastian. <laughs> so, where are you from? How'd you get into this? Uh, I'm from London. Mm-hmm. Uh, my family is kind of more European. Though. Mm-hmm. We're kind of um, based on your last name. It sounds yeah, more exactly. Italian or yeah. something. I'm not sure what it <laughs> so is. Everyone says Spanish. Spanish I, I don't yeah. quite. I don't quite know exactly where it comes okay. from. Um, I mean, a lot of Polish people have that last name. Okay. okay. And my grandparents are Polish, and mm-hmm. they came as after well during the war they came as refugees uh, to England. All right. Um, and then and then they had my parents who are also. Um, 
born in also both born in London, mm-hmm. and then and now my my father moved back to Poland or moved to Poland. My mother lives in France and in Spain. Okay, so my granddad. So kind of really right. international family. <laughs> <laughs> but I live my me and my sisters live in London, mm-hmm. and uh, I've lived there since I was a boarding school. So like like twelve, well younger maybe like ten. Mm-hmm. Um, what and, part? Where are you at? Uh, so that was uh, well. Right now, I'm in London. Mm-hmm. Where in London? In the city. In in Chiswick. Chiswick. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's city, nice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's for West End. Yeah. It's quite nice. Quite yeah. a lot of filmmaker people right. live around there. You say you have more of a middle class accent to me, but <laughs> <laughs> not exactly. Oh, wow. Not exactly so, a working class chap over here. Well, my parents yeah. grew up in, e- in Ealing, and they, oh, right. you know, they, yeah, I think I must have got inherited the accent right. from them. <laughs> but they, um, and so I. I actually came to LA. Oh, so I studied. I went to film school in Poland for a year, and okay. I also got some. I also worked for a director for a couple mm-hmm. of movies as well there because it was like a friend. What director? My dad. There's a guy, a man called Jacek Bromski. Um, he's a <coughs> Polish director, mm-hmm. um, and um, that was that was probably my first step into the film world, and yeah. you know, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I just graduated. What was the film school? I'm just curious. Is uh, so it was a new. It was a new film school in Warsaw called Warszawa Szkoła Filmowa. Okay, so, so because I think there's a there's a there's a, there's a, there's a <laughs> I know I was pretty though. I know I was like, <laughs> well, see people. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> yeah. so. Now say it with a sexy voice. <laughs> well, see, it's funny because like people think that Poland, because it's between Germany and, and Russia, it's gonna mm. have like a like, like a harder like a harder sound, but it right. doesn't, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, that was a lot more sexier than the German accent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Where's that? There's that. Where's <clears> is it? Is it in lots? There's like a there's, oh, like, there's Woodge. There's a Woodge, which is uh, much more famous. That's not the one I went to. That's like okay. uh, further away. But a lot of famous cinematographers go there and filmmakers. Okay. Uh, but I was there for a year, um, and then I went to a film school in London, the Met mm-hmm. Film School around oh, yeah. like, around Ealing Studios. Mm-hmm. That's, where, that's where it is. Um, I actually managed to get an internship here at Universal Studios and there, oh, really? there for like a few months, which was like incredible. You know, that was my that was also my, my first experience in LA right, so that right, was like right. awesome I got like, You're like look at this weather <laughs> yeah, I, know, I got a convertible on everything <laughs> <laughs> I've got a convertible <laughs> now too he's had, the, he's had the he's had the the top up for the past four days <laughs> yeah. but you know oh yeah, he, he's like who cares if it's raining yeah, right? yeah, yeah. it's not my car I don't care if it gets wet you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's right um, and then uh, and then when I basically when I went back to London after that I kind of started from scratch so I like worked in short films mm-hmm. and low budget features and I finally someone uh, like, um, basically recommended me to, uh, to a Nicole Kidman film. Um, where, which I go, who is that? I don't know. Oh, yeah, that is. <laughs> Nicole. Has <laughs> yeah, well, she done anything? I, yeah, no, I felt like incredible. Like, I couldn't believe when I heard it. Like yeah. my friend had this connection, so I just worked as a um, like a rushes runner. So I was okay, basically right. there doing film. You know, so basically took all the um, film reels to. To uh, Pinewood Studios, yeah, so, yeah to, to development basically. And I mm-hmm. did that for like a couple of months. Yeah. What film? What film? Uh, it was called. Um, I can't remember now. <laughs> Sebastian. Uh, I do that all the time. The yeah, yeah, you know, I, I can always say it, but now obviously I'm on the spot. Was uh, it the hours? No, 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 no. It was. Oh, Christ. Um, it's in your okay. bio. Hold on. I'm, 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 I'm remember in a minute. Um, but then after that, um, before I go to sleep, that's what it was called. Okay. Um, I don't remember that. And then, uh, and, and then, uh, and then. I'll oh, t- with Mark Strong. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Told yeah, you he's right. it was, it was, it was, That's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> Told you. He does not have a computer or a phone <laughs> in front of him. Right? <laughs> that's, 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 there that's you go. Right. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Mark, Mark Strong and um, the guy from uh, uh, God. What is his name? 
Um, he was in. Uh, he's oh god. He was. He was in the King's Speech. This guy was in the King's Speech. Um, you oh, know, yeah, yeah, no, no, Colin Firth. Colin Firth. Yeah, Colin Firth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, I uh, uh, went on to a movie called The Imitation Game, mm-hmm. um, where I ended up assisting awesome. the, pro- the producers. Awesome oh, really? And cool. What was that was, like? Uh, well, it was, it, was, it was actually, I mean, it was, it was, un- it was again, uh, unbelievable. I managed mm-hmm. to get onto it. I made friends with um, one of the producers, who I'm still friends with, a man called Peter Heslop, who mm-hmm. did um, The King's Speech and Imitation. I love how they say a man called, <laughs> like a sexy oh. assumption. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, and, and, then uh, uh, and also I, I managed to, um, uh, I, I basically managed to speak to Graham Moore, who mm-hmm. uh, ended up, um, winning the Oscar yeah. for that movie, and he right. sort of tutored me a little bit because I really? sent him this like. Did you knew you were you writing at the time? By yeah, the way? I started you writing. Know? I just finished film school, and I and I realized I really <clears throat> enjoyed writing. Okay. Um, and it's something I used to do when I was a lot younger. Like we had like um, in English, we had uh, we had creative writing, mm-hmm. um, not a course, but like part of the curriculum was creative right. writing. And then when I finished that, they you know we never introduced it, so I never mm-hmm. realized you know that's what they should teach stuff like that. So right, right. Should be able to do it. I think, but the, um, uh, so then I, um, found, so when I went to film school, I, um, realized that I really enjoyed doing that and I started writing more. And then I think when I saw Graham, I think I sent him like a 160 page script oh my God. <laughs> which I or something. And, then it, and it was like, a, so like looking back on it, it was quite humiliating, but he was really sweet, really nice. He sent me a really long email, gave me loads of notes and basically just started telling me. Oh, this is gave how he gave you notes. Yeah, oh my he did. God. He did. Like, but just, you know, sort of general, you know, and, and, and just, um, you know, but also notes and screenwriting in general, saying mm-hmm. that this is how you format a script and these are the kind of things you need to be aware of. And then mm-hmm. I just want to say, usually people are like, okay, when you get this down to like 110 or 115, <laughs> Send it send back, back to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would do. I'm just going to be all about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I ain't got no time. Yeah. I ain't got no time. <laughs> um, I mean, I appreciate it. Uh, I mean, yeah. I don't that's know awesome. if I would read a script. That's I awesome. mean, <laughs> that's awesome. A, a published script, okay. But <laughs> yeah. No, I couldn't believe you did that's it. That's awesome. Um, but it's just a testament to what right. this guy but was. That's, that's the cool thing about being young and naive. You don't know, so you just do things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I got my first script to Sunday. I had no idea what that yeah. even was. I just submitted yeah. it. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah. Go ahead. Um, and I was noticing when I was doing all this, um, you know, working on these movies, is I was obviously learning how it all works, right. and it's basically physical production and stuff like that. But also I got to meet uh, and make friends of a lot of cool people. Mm-hmm. And so I just continued to do that and continue to write. <clears throat> um, you know, when I wasn't working or, you know, occasionally when I was working, <laughs> when mm-hmm. I had time. Um, and, and I just was doing that for years. Um, and uh, and I, I guess my, you know, my craft has got um, a bit better. Mm-hmm. Do, would you say um, all your set time has helped you with writing screenplays in the sense of because one of the things that a lot of younger writers and you could talk about this too Jenny one of the things that a lot of younger writers have a problem with is not understanding what the budget would be mm-hmm. so they just write but yeah. the old, it's also a hindrance when you know because you try to pull back so that it doesn't be too yeah. crazy with what you think the budget yeah. is too because you have an idea of what it would be yeah yeah no, so, I mean I, well, <clears throat> so basically I kind of think like a producer sometimes because mm-hmm. I've worked for uh, quite a few producers right. and I just um, and I do suddenly think oh could I contain this in one right. scene or right. inside and it's not raining or something mm-hmm. like that you know and, <laughs> exactly. and, you, and, you, and you, you know and, and it just and sometimes limitations not at night we don't want to do it at night <laughs> yeah. unless it's inside then it's fine right. but the, but, the uh, but so, so sometimes those those limitations can make you more creative right. I think I agree know? they totally do I think that's the thing people who someone was reading this the other day this is going to be in that 
that note sheet, the mm-hmm. pearls of wisdom. It's like limitations in art force you to focus. Hmm. Because that because if you just you know, it's it's kinda like if the in school and the teacher says do whatever you want on this, and you're like, God damn! I so what? So what way do I go? <laughs> and you're like, Hey, so yeah. you know what? Stay in this lane, but you, you, these are the parameters. I mean, I, that's a, you know, there's some people who would tell you, don't worry about budget, don't worry about like like writing that kind of stuff when you're writing. And mm-hmm. I always think that's like bad advice because you know if you sit around and write some script that's now some two hundred million dollars, and unless you're you know like I mean. To, to have that movie get considered seriously, you have to have actually sold a movie right. or two. No, because well, I, I have told writers to don't worry about it after I've already read some of their pages, and I could tell they needed more. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, just write it. What we'll pull it back on the next version. Just write it because they're not. Yeah. I could tell they're holding back. Right. You know what I mean? So that's when I usually encourage yeah. somebody to. Yeah, I, I guess like it's <clears throat> a bit kind of counterintuitive for a writer to. I mean, I like I've tried to. Um, diversify as much of my work mm-hmm. as I can because I don't know what's going to hit. So it's right. different, you know, all over genres and things. But um, I met um, a producer called Aditya Sood, who mm-hmm. um, is a president of Genre Films, and he gave me some really good feedback mm-hmm. um, to say because I was asking him for some advice. And um, is it know, Fox? <clears throat> is it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. And he um, and he said to me, "Don't try and follow the market. Don't try and you know go backwards that way. Mm-hmm. Just write what you what you really." Th- what, what comes from inside, what you really like enjoying, what you, maybe perhaps even what you know about, but just something that, 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 really, you know, that, that you're really going to enjoy writing mm. and seeing as a movie. And as a consequence, I did end up writing a couple of things like that. And one mm. of them was uh, Folklore, which I won the yeah. um, award for. And, uh, you know, and I, I tried not to think about anything, you know, other than w- what I wanted to uh, see. What, what and, you wanted and, to see. Yeah. Did you, how many scripts have you written? And then let's tell everybody about Folklore and what it is, what it's about and stuff. <clears throat> uh, I mean, I've written um, quite a few. I don't, I don't really know exactly. But Over like, 10? Over 10? Yeah, definitely. Okay, okay yeah. good. That's important because people are going to go, oh, well, how did he win yeah. this script? Oh, he's from England. How come he won? You know, they're going to play all that yeah. bullshit game. Which you well, get into, I'm going to pop in mm-hmm. on that one for a sec. Go ahead. Um, this is one of, the, one of the things that's also important about uh, Finish Line is that it is an international competition. Mm-hmm. So we have... First of all, we got um, people from 26 countries last year. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And <clears throat> including, you know, Russia and Poland and mm-hmm. places like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's really... And some of our mentors are in... Like, before Sebastian came to L.A. to meet mm-hmm. his mentors, he had, like, five people to meet in London. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh, so awesome. he, cool. you know, was lucky enough that he was in mm-hmm. London and was able to do that. And so that's then we good have to know, because I envision everybody was here when he was here, but okay, no, that's and then good we had, uh, And then we have someone <coughs> in Canada mm-hmm. uh, who, I had, who I've sent some material to mm-hmm. from people who, you know, placed, not didn't win, but mm-hmm. were a quarterfinalist or semifinalist, and in Australia. So if you're mm-hmm. an English-speaking writer, right. in an English-writing writer, and right. you're writing English well... There's a difference. Some people right. send stuff in. Right. It's like, oh yeah, hey, this is English. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, then you have a chance of winning. We, it's about the script. So awesome. he he met five people before he got out here. Okay. And now he's meeting you know about I don't know how many more twenty eight more right. twenty six right. twenty seven. Mm-hmm. But um, also I, I wanted to, I remember something that you said to me which was that uh, because you also started working for writers in a writer's room. I'm not going to get into the details that you can say what you want, but 
And I remember you saying that you learned a lot from sitting in there thinking about how you were going to rewrite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As you were list- as yeah. you were taking notes for the writers in the writers' room yeah. on the on the movie that it's you about, had it's done. It's about the same time I was resubmitting actually yeah, for the competition. Yeah, that's right. I remember, <laughs> I remember that well because yeah. I was like, that's See, that's interesting. awesome. That's I mean, interesting. That's how oh. it, you know, no, just to, it's just to hear how people, you know, that you were like in there working and thinking about your script and how it would, mm-hmm. you know, what they were saying was going to help you find your find mm-hmm. the way to prop it up more right. and to and, find and, different ways. And that's why, and keep your thought, Chris, that's why I love what you do with your script, with your competition in the sense that, you know, you get your notes and then you can, you can go back or even what you did where you submitted and you discovered later you could get the notes. What it does is sometimes you'll be watching a movie two months later yeah. and you'll get all these new ideas for different moments in your script. That's right. So you'll go back and punch it up. Yeah, life but if you can't resubmit, to your, you, you know, got this better version of a script that's yeah. just sitting there. Yeah, and then you, know you have to I mean? pay again. Right. To, yeah, so. right. Go ahead, Chris. What were you saying? Well, I, I, was, you know, I think it's, I'm going to say two things. That. Like, like one is I think it's really interesting because a lot of times when you're in those environments where um, you know, they're like the writer's room, like the writers are, are there like they're still struggling too with craft. They just have, you know, like at a certain level because they're all sitting there talking and throwing out ideas and some stuff works. And you saw that some stuff works, some stuff doesn't, you know, they're, they're like, you're always trying to figure it out. It's not, it's, it's, it's not like the writer's room is this, that's why they call it breaking story. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, 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 it's not this bastion of guys right. who are just like, Oh, where's the great piece for here? <laughs> here and here. No, it's like being yeah. like, you know, it's thrown to the ground and torn up and then, and whatever survives, that you know, you know, it's like it's like a rugby match. Whatever survives, it, it, like is what goes in the script. And it's interesting because you see how people kind of like, you know, like like uh, they're wrestling through craft and theme and 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 dialogue and what works. And oh, and they, and they also a lot of times in the writers' room, which is interesting, particularly in TV, is that you know they're sitting and they're writing and. Um, and then the guy from production will call and go, yeah, you got yeah. those three scenes? Oh, yeah. That you got to do those in one scene. That happened yeah. in our show. Because we can't afford to, to run you around. Right. So and We wrote almost an entire episode. I don't know what you said. We wrote almost an entire episode. They were like, we had to do the bottle episode. You know that, right? <laughs> <laughs> we're like, what? Like, what the hell? We yeah. had all these exterior scenes. So anyway, it happens yeah. all the time. Yeah. But well, th- Sebastian <laughs> was in, uh, was... I mean, do you want to? I don't want. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Chris, I just wanted to. Oh, oh, I just. No, go, ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just wanted. You know, like he was working in film mm-hmm. and sort of. If I don't know if you, what you mm-hmm. can talk about what a lot of it is hush hush. But yes, some of right. it is, well, I can say. I understand. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you can be generic about it though. It's no problem. Yeah. Well, no, I, I did. Uh, I, was, I was working on Spider Man Far From Home. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, essentially, <laughs> and uh, you know, and that was like like a really surreal experience mm-hmm. because um, we had um, you know c- kind of writers' room sessions, mm-hmm. um, and I was just this, this sort of insignificant yeah. English guy, just taking, notes. Like, like, just taking notes, listening. You know, yeah. it's all this, you know, all this stuff, and it's just you know just fascinating. I kind of learned a hell of a lot through it. Oh, yeah. um, also, can oh. I just interject something it, mm-hmm. that what what Sebastian has said about like how he went to film school and then he mm-hmm. did short, short films and he just met people and he sent them their script and he was nice and they liked him. That's mm-hmm. how it works, peeps. Totally. That's how it happens. Mm-hmm. And then he got into a writer's room for the, you know, the, the British shooting part of right. 
Spider-Man. Uh, I, mean, I just, I just, I, mean? I just realized now like, it's called Far From Home because yeah, I saw part of the show, but I didn't want to watch it. <laughs> this is a part of it takes place it takes place in England. Is, is that where it takes some of it? Well, dude, you just say you don't need to say you don't need to say. I mean, uh, it's, it's obviously Far From Home, so <laughs> right, it's, not, right, it's right. not it's not in Brooklyn. We know that. Not far from your home. Yeah, from the title. The title. I don't think it's a. It should be called Three Hours Away. It's not a show anymore. Yeah, because I think the thing that I didn't know until I saw some behind this. This is so tangent behind the scenes on uh, Infinity War the kid who plays Spider-Man is from England yeah, yeah. I didn't know that I was like what Dude, they're killing <laughs> oh my they're god he's killing it he's killing it but he but he uh, but I mean that's how it works I mean and not everybody's in a writer's room who becomes obviously a writer right. or who wins this competition I mean mm-hmm. that's just but that's the path that you know got him into right. and, and, and learning right. so that I mean that's what we always try and when yeah. people are like, how do I get, how do I get in? Mm. Well, everybody no has real to, way. there is no way. This There's is what no happened for him. Way. He went to Polish film school. <laughs> for God's sake. I don't know. <laughs> and, and I also kind of realized that uh, because I, I've any writers, other writers room experience I've had is at film school. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I kind of realized. How did that job come to you? Can you, can you talk about that at least? Uh, you know, I don't think it's, it wasn't that interesting. I, I think I just, a friend of mine who was a coordinator on the right. movie. Uh, so you knew somebody who knew somebody. Knew somebody yeah, and that's got how it. I've always got my job. Right. And somebody knows somebody knows right. somebody. That's usually how it works. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, and just, yeah, and being being friendly, you know, that's kind mm-hmm. of helps a lot. And working hard. Those right. are the two things I'd always say if you right. want to try and... Yes, you know. which is being generous with your time and who you are because it, 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 it costs you nothing to be friendly. Right. And it... And it costs you nothing to ask for what you want for it. Yeah. You probably let them know, hey, if something comes up, let me know. <laughs> right? Yeah. <clears throat> so. <Of> course. <laughs> and it earns you a lot. It just, yeah. I mean, to be friendly, it earns you a lot because people are like, yeah. oh, okay, so I can, you know, I can feel good about recommending you. Because mm-hmm. yeah. that, that's the thing that's that, that's the thing I think people don't realize is that some the, people are, people will recommend you if they feel comfortable about that because that, because it, it's, it's, it might seem like it's really easy for them to do. And it is easy for them to do. But they'll only do it if they feel comfortable spending that capital that yeah. they've earned. They're not going to do it if they're like, yeah, I think you're cool and you're smart, but you're still kind of a dick in a certain ways. And if I recommend you, then it's going to look bad on me. Mm-hmm. And, that's the, and, and that's the good thing about, like I said, it costs you nothing to be, to be friendly. And yeah. also, just on, <clears throat> on the tail end of that, is when, um, with the, because I was sending out a thank you to the mentors that, Sebastian's already met this mm-hmm. past week. And I was like, these are all really nice people. I mean, there's a lot of people that aren't nice that I could also check um, in with and right. say, could you, you know, meet mm-hmm. with Sebastian? Or, you know, could you be one of our mentors? And it's like, I, that might not right. be a good thing, right. you know? Yeah. I mean, right. and it's like, why, why do that to right. somebody? And um, at the very least, you'll have a nice experience, right. whether they you, you know, you, take you be under better their wing. Off, or, you'd be you better know. off sending them to one person than the yeah. six people that suck. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? So, yeah. you know, and I, said, I said that to you. Well, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to happen with this right. meeting, but they're nice. And yeah. that's, you know, right. come on. That's what but sometimes it's just about it's just establishing about relationships. Yeah. Just because you went, and you got to know this, just because you go into a meeting and nothing comes out of it doesn't mean nothing came out That's of it. That's what I've been right. telling him. Remember, they weeks. read your script, <laughs> so they know what you can do. Yeah. You go in and you sell yourself on what else you can do, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. And then you walk out of there with, with you on their mind. Yeah. And they're in the middle of something, and somebody walks in the door and goes, hey, we were just brought this new project, this new book, whatever. 
Who do you think would be great? You know, do you think John August could afford, can we afford him? They always go to him. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> you think he could afford him? Like, well, shit, dude, we can get this other. We just had the guy who came in. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? True. Who just wrote this thing yeah. called folklore. Yeah. That's how it works. A tenth of the price, too. So let's get yeah. him. <laughs> we can get him for scale plus yeah. 10. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> well, 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 yeah, because that's the thing that, um, uh, I mean, the thing about meetings is, is that they're, people are going to read your script. And they're not going to agree to take the meeting if they don't like the script. No. They well, just these people actually have to do that. Understood. To be honest, yeah. like the, these mentors are there regardless of who the winner is. Right. But So they might be in line with the mm-hmm. kind of material that he's writing, or they might not be. But that's only part of what, like, right. like what yeah, you just well, said, and yeah. what you're saying is that's only part of what they give is, totally. I'm going to take this and I'm going to make it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, this isn't for me, but I do know who will like exactly. it. Exactly. And you can't be afraid to ask that. Right. People don't know that you can say, hey, do you have anybody you think would be great for this? Yeah, 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 I'll do it in a fucking heartbeat. Yeah, because if someone says it's not for me, again, it's like, uh, to me, I think the the benefit that you have from coming from her competition is they know the writing is going to be good based on Jenny's reputation. Right. And so then Thank they're going to say, hey, let's just read this. And, and, and if the writing is really strong and you go for the meeting and you sell yourself the right way, um, then they're going to say, oh, where else can this guy go? Or where mm-hmm. else can this girl go? Because, you know, I, I might read something and say, ah, I, you know what, I can't do a script like this because mm-hmm. I got something like this that I've done or I tried to do something like this before and, and I got whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But this guy's writing is so good. Where I just, else I just I? had a kid come in the other day and he pitched me this really interesting project that wasn't for me and my wheelhouse. So I connect them to Lena. Yeah. I was like, this is Lena Waith all day. You know what I mean? You need I to mean, call that's her. A gift. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeez. I was like, go to Lena. Here's here's information. Here's what I'll refer you. Whatever. Blah blah blah. And and it's totally her. And he he actually made a made a sizzle for it and it looks kind of good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, this is yeah. all day. You got this. So we'll see what happens. I, awesome. I think what's really important as well, <clears throat> and when you meet um, these people, people like this, is that you have something to follow up with, mm-hmm. you know? And that's why I've got, like, another script that um, you also uh, read. Virus, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and uh, <clears throat> And so that's, so basically when someone says, well, what else have you got? Right. Um, you know, you can, you know, give yeah. something that, you know, has been vetted, essentially. Well, what is, what is folklore about? Let's tell the kids. Yeah, let's okay. do it. <laughs> Uh, so it's, and how did it come about and all that other stuff? Too? Uh, well, it's, it's set in uh, 18th century America. When um, I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a vampire. Good job. Wow. That's how I stay pretty. That's how I stay pretty. And basically, the, it's inhabited, the country's inhabited by mythological creatures mm-hmm. um, from Europe, mostly, um, who basically emigrated there after um, following you know, human sort of oppression mm-hmm. and expansion. They're trying to escape them. So, so they, they've, um, they went, they probably moved there like in the 13th century or something, and now humanity is starting to colonize America. Mm-hmm. And so they're encroaching on their territory again. And that's causing all sorts of difficulties for locals who are also disbelieved. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, with these sounds like he's also right. speaking to the times subliminally. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. You know what I mean, it's true. like if you, you go into to. the forest well, and destroy it, yeah. you fucking some shit up. Well, it's, yeah. it's that kind of an allegory for you know exactly. the kind of stuff that we you know we brought over there, like right. sort of diseases or like um, you know, and also I, I try to I want to in the show I want to kind of reflect the kind of 
sort of genocide and right. you know, sort of slavery and everything <clears throat> mm-hmm. was introduced at that time. It's pretty horrific. Um, but um, and, and basically the show follows um, a devout Spanish priest who's been sent to um, sent to the America to investigate mysterious disappearances and occur- disappearances of priests and mysterious occurrences. Mm-hmm. Um, and he runs into a, a French a woman who escaped from France um, who is basically a supernatural huntress hmm. um, and she's persecuted for being a witch but that's not really what she is and uh, she's sort of got these abilities or these powers after being sort of resurrected as a baby mm-hmm. in France um, and they kind of uh, you know meet each other in the pilot and uh, they're not they don't really see eye to eye but they kind mm-hmm. of need each other mm-hmm. and for the whole show that's kind of you know that she, she's actually looking for um her long lost son and but he she needs him to help him mm-hmm. she, she needs him to help her mm-hmm. uh to escape all the you know the witch hunters and you know that kind of stuff yeah. and um and he and he wants he, he's kind of trying to redeem himself from something he did wrong um mm-hmm. in spain um and uh, or some failure. What he didn't do. Really what he did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I, I think You're basically. Like, but that's, that's episode seven. I'm not letting you know. But the cool thing about it is that he's basically essentially a charlatan. He's he's, mm. he's pretending to um, exercise demons and things, mm. and she's in fact doing really everything. doing it. Right. She's doing everything, right. and um, and uh, he's he, in a way he's she, she's kind of his mentor. She's trying. Um, learn he's trying to learn as much as he can from her what also is really interesting about it is that in each episode or not maybe not each but in you know certain arcs you meet new creatures that are affecting villages and and, you know that they have to overcome Mm -hmm. and one of them may be from Scandinavia, you know, from Scandinavia. Right. And, and these are real, yeah. Yeah, you know, tra- yeah, this I'm, is real folklore yeah, that, that to, I mean, like you know, the, bringing I mean, in. Exactly. Uh, the, I mean, really the, these kinds of uh, the myths have gone very popular. There's not a lot of shows, mm-hmm. you know, successful shows of them, about them. But I'm trying to sort of detract or go away from that a bit um, and go for sort of myths that we haven't quite heard of. Right. So that in pilot, uh, we explore something called a myling. Mm-hmm. Um, which is like a, a, a creature from Icelandic mythology, mm-hmm. which uh, which basically occurred. I think the myth is that the when women would have children out of wedlock, they'd abandon them near lakes, and and the child was some sort of oh, deteriorate into I know a, this <clears throat> into, you know, into some kind of entity that would sort of climb trees and jump on people oh, and right. kill them. But essentially, all it wanted to do was be taken back to its mother. Mm. Um, so you know that's kind of the entity. The, you know, see, 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 a whole mix of mystery and yeah. supernatural and yeah. drama and everything. See, I always like that stuff. I mean, I think this that, that like those kind of worlds are interesting because I feel like it's one of the things about um, you know it's one of the things about American Gods. I don't, mm-hmm. know, if, I don't know if you've read mm-hmm. the book American Gods. Have you read the book? I haven't read the book. I saw the show, the show yeah. but it's like the show. I mean, there's there's a hint of that in <clears> that, which I thought was such a smart idea. It's a smart idea you're doing too. Is, is that it's like the gods from the old world. Are, you know, they do like they don't disappear just because the people stop worshiping them. You know, mm-hmm. and I feel that that's kind of like an interesting, uh, in- interesting take into what you're saying. These people, these gods from the old world, have left and come here. Um, I, I don't know. Like I remember, I was because like I read like the first ten or fifteen pages of it, and I just I think the atmosphere is so strong, mm-hmm. and I feel I feel like um, there was a movie. I think it was called The Witch from like three or four years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and it like and I and I just like felt that because that's the only thing I can remember 
that's that's of this world and shows of like the atmosphere and the time and the and the craziness um and uh it just felt really strong in the page and i was like oh i totally see this and even though like a visual yeah like we've seen stuff like um you know it's it's you know it's like um colonial america a little pre-colonial around that time um and yeah we just and what you call just ended that turn Mm -hmm. you know but this is like a whole different world than turn and it feels like um Again, the the well, turn is in America. Yeah, America, yeah. This is a little before, right. and then um, it also has that element. It feels like um, what's that movie with DiCaprio, The Revenant? Mm-hmm. You know, oh. where it's got that. I mean, it, it just felt palpable like that. Like reading on the page, like mm-hmm. like like you know, like those images came to mind to me yeah. I- yeah, immediately. That's, you know, that's, that's I was like, I oh, that's well. a compliment. That's yeah, that's a great compliment. Mm-hmm. And also, he yeah. did. A, I don't know if you saw the. Uh, Oh, the, the, pitch, the pitch deck. Yeah, it's yeah, dope. The pitch deck was dope. Did you make yeah. that? The deck? The pitch, oh, oh, your oh, pitch yeah, presentation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah. How did you learn how to do it? You do graphics <laughs> and stuff or what? I've had to do, st- like, <clears throat> no, no, I didn't, not at all. I just, I've had to do stuff like that sort of at work once mm-hmm. or twice, but I don't know, like, I uh, just something, and maybe I'm quite visual. I don't it know. looked like something he would do. Yeah, he, it was, that pitch deck is really impressive. It really sells it. The hardest thing is to get that to reflect on the, when you're writing, you know, when you don't have images. And I, and I tried, I don't know if I succeeded, but I tried to. I think you did it. I think so. I think you did it. That was really strong. We didn't see the pitch deck before we saw the script, obviously. And then the pitch deck came after he won. And I was like, okay, I get it. Because I kind of like this kind of magical realism that I, you know, I'm basically trying to find a balance between reality and non-reality. And, um, uh, I, I think, uh, do you ever watch um, a film called Pan's Labyrinth? Oh, I sure. love it. That's yeah, one yeah. with David Bowie in it? Is that, which no, one? No, no, that's no. Guillermo del Toro. That's just oh, Labyrinth. That's, that's oh, Labyrinth. That's just Labyrinth. <laughs> I knew it was something with a Labyrinth in it. <laughs> same thing, same thing. Guillermo del Toro's, like, masterpiece. that's his masterpiece. Yeah. It's ultimately his masterpiece, yeah. and it's, it's, it's one of the best, it's easily one of the best, like, fantasy-type mm-hmm. films. Yeah. It's maybe... But tonally, it's quite dark and a little gritty. Very dark. Well. You know, very dark. It's, mm-hmm. very, it's a serious and, subject. That's what, I, that's what I love about it, because it's not this happy story. And it yeah. and he plays, he's got that very eerie, uh, fable-esque yeah. music yeah. Uh-huh. that's not, it, it feels like it's like a, from a music box, but it's creepy. It is creepy. Yeah. D- d- mm. Dangerous. I, I, I mean, I would want to see Tell Tour do something like that again, but I know that movie almost killed him. So <laughs> um, he talks about it. He talks yeah. about. It. I think he said in the, in the one of the things. I think he lost like fifty pounds making that movie, just making the movie. Wow, the stress of f- filming that. Yeah. Um, for and people know Del Toro. He's kind of he's a big, big guy, yeah. and to lose that much weight. <laughs> it's not like you need know. to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Yeah. I was thinking. Well, no, I mean, I'm not, I'm, 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 I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't. But, but you you know, it's, 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 it's to, to go on a diet is one thing on your choice, but right. to have the stress of a, of yeah. a film yeah. shoot, you know, make you... That's a negative way to lose yeah. weight. Yeah. 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 Well, folklore is dark, but it's funny. It's got humor. Yeah. It's, you know, it's got the character, you know, relationship well, 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 and all these, you know, new new monsters and mm-hmm. creatures see, to, coming to me, oh, that's, that's what I want to say. That, moving, see, the, the, that's what I love about is the monsters. Is the fact that you're saying the monsters are like, you know, the thing, that's what I'm saying about these, these old... Um, legends, these old gods, these you know, these these pagan rituals, and particularly throughout Europe, I mean, just just everywhere, there's all this stuff that we've con- that has kind of been 
just forgotten about, stamped out because of Christianity's yeah. rise. But those things are, they're just there for well, people to tap yeah, into. And there are lots of them, you know, um, and they're kind of like, I, I kind of find them interesting because they act as metaphors of our, you know, the human condition and our past and they reflect human history and things mm-hmm. we had, to, you know, th- things that we're being taught you know, as children, you know, to watch that or don't do that or something like that. Um, so I've, you know, and, and also, so I had, and I used to read Greek myths when I was really young and um, find those fascinating. And then I, um, you know, d- developed that fascination and, and, but also really enjoy history. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I basically married th- those two um, and, and tried to make, when I've written, I tried to make it not historically accurate, because I know it's fictional, but um, historically truthful in mm-hmm. a way, as, as much as I can. Um, see, I I, right, right, see, <laughs> okay, look, see, I love that because I was mm-hmm. having a discussion with um, some guys on Twitter last night, and uh, I think Chris McCry was like, oh, I'm going to watch Untouchables tonight. Mm-hmm. Everyone was like, oh, this movie's so great. And they were like, yeah, it doesn't really follow what happened about the prohibition oh, God. but it's so good mm-hmm. it's so fun it, it doesn't matter you <laughs> no. know and i kind of feel like that's the, that's the case with all um uh historical stuff essentially is but is it fun yeah but what i would say to that as somebody who gets stuck writing a lot of historical things Stuck. Well, I don't want to say it in a negative way. I don't mean in a negative way. Just meaning I read a lot of historical things. Yeah. Is um, and I'm doing two of them in a row right now. Mm-hmm. Is sometimes it's inspired by something. Right, of course. So what you want to do is you want people to feel like the world is there. You see the cars. You see the the horses. Whatever the yeah. way that they dress. You see the way the that atmosphere is right. You got to. You get, get the all of that the atmosphere. Yeah. But but what really happened at the time wasn't what really happened because you're making a movie exactly. or you're making a TV show. Right. So yeah. you have it's to up, up the ante, <laughs> you know, on yeah. some of the things that happened. So yeah. for me, I always forgive those things because I know you had to. Yeah. You know, and you weren't there. So you didn't have the conversation. Yeah. You have to make up those conversations. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. there's that. But there's, there's also these little things that I think people aren't. People aren't generally aware of what really happened in a lot of places. <clears throat> I remember I was reading this book. I can't remember the name of the book now, but talking about it was something about inventions. It was like, um, I think the first sound recording ever hmm. was like around 1810 or 1812 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred years before radio and all this kind of stuff. Like these guys in France had recorded sound on copper wire, you know, around the time of Napoleon. Yeah, you remember this. And, uh, don't you? you know, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not that old. I was, talking about, I was talking about this with somebody just the other day. <laughs> my kid, my, really? my 11 year old. No. Oh, <laughs> you know, and I, I, was, I was reading it and I was like, that could be cool in a story in a movie where someone recorded something mm-hmm. back then before anyone knew that that was like like really the device hmm. because it was like inventors were creating stuff right. and it's like the inventions we have is usually because I remember someone was saying it's somebody in the book that it's like you know there's an invention we might have like the typewriter or something like that mm-hmm. like 50 guys who are trying to do something trying to create some sort of typewriter s machine right. that didn't work and then then someone had seen all the kind of prototypes and failed stuff and was like oh if they did this and they did this and they did this with my idea i can make you know mm-hmm. the final thing that, that we now know is a typewriter and it might take 20 30 40 years so they didn't have patents back then yeah, well yeah <laughs> you, know, it, you know i mean there's it might take 20 30 40 years 50 years before you get to the final device so that's right. why when you write these historical things you can kind of like push things in certain ways because someone was developing technology somewhere sometime right. Which is always makes a story interesting, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just oh, I didn't know that. That's how 
people did stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes I think it's about you might be in a story where the focus is usually focused on Robin Hood, but you never go home with the the, the right hand man. Friar Tuck. Friar Tuck. Exactly. That's right. what I said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't know what fucking Friar Tuck. Chris, jeez. Y'all don't hear me? Do I have to rewind this back? <laughs> but so it's the point of view. You know, now uh-huh. the point the point of view of him would change if you go back and see his life and how he became the best man to the best man, the best friend, to, <laughs> the best mate. To that, yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Jenny. Anyway, let's, let's talk about your time here in Los exactly. Angeles, Sebastian. Yeah, so, 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 so. <laughs> it must so, have felt like old home week with all the rain, right? Oh yeah, it was fantastic. I mean, I felt like such an idiot with that convertible. <laughs> uh, you know, I really. In fact, there was did like you a, really have the top down? I, no, oh, it was a fifteen-minute window, I think, last week, where I, I managed to put it down. Uh, but like, this is not what I heard. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is London again. What yeah, is going on? It's Where's the fog? London, yeah, it's worse than London. Yeah, really, this city isn't built for this kind of rain. Right. Yeah. No, like, huge down. puddles. I was. And I'm sending him to the valley to Santa Monica and back. He's got a nice car. So I'm you two things. Mm-hmm. So where were you and what was it like for you when you did you get the call did you get the email that you won and and um, what's it been like for you being here going on the meetings so you had some meetings at back at home yeah yeah uh, how was, did you prepare for them like all that um, so Jenny called me uh, one evening and um, asked me a couple, few questions mm-hmm. I wasn't quite sure why and she said he won the competition <laughs> and I was she was like, trying to distract you <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, I was uh, you know euphoric you know I, mm-hmm. I, I, I couldn't quite believe it um, and do you have a film winner and a TV winner or is it just, no, just, just it's both just who, is it whoever yeah, gets the whoever best gets script the best period script, yeah. that's yeah. the moment yeah. that's and I wasn't expecting that's the thing uh, you know it's healthy not to expect anything right. from these that's what I'm saying you know hope for the best expect the worst that's what I'm right. doing here too right. and um, and so, you know, that so I just, um, so, so then we pretty much got to work immediately and started, you know, um, talking about how to improve the script a bit more. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jane wants to read all my other stuff and mm-hmm. other pitches. And, you know, I just, I just went, you know, straight to, you know, straight to it. Right, right. <laughs> um, and, to prepared, and prepared for the meetings in England, mm-hmm. um, which went really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and I kind of used them as, um, to practice for when I come here. Yeah. And then, uh, and, and the funny thing is also when I, um, I also know because of the movies I've worked on, I know people here right. as well, um, you know, also quite important people. And they, um, and when I mentioned to them, uh, you know, that I won this, they were very, you know, very supportive right. and congratulating me and, mm-hmm. you know, trying to help me uh, in whatever way they can. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I even got, I got to meet even more people than uh, even what Jenny was setting up. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, so coming here has, uh, you know, been, I mean, I've adjusted, you know, adjusted pretty quick and mm-hmm. um, just, uh, it, I kind of didn't know what to expect, all the, you know, um, over here, like what the meetings would be like, but right. everyone's just, um, again, being very friendly. I don't have any bad stories or anything. Um, and you just, and it's kind of just, it's a bit disconcerting because you don't know, <clears throat> you don't know what might happen next, right. you know, like, you know, is it, are they going to call me or are they going to, you know, do they, they want to represent me or, or, right. or make I it? Think, I don't know. It's, it's, I think the thing is, number one, you have... Jenny, you know, a former manager at one of the, you know, very respected mm-hmm. boutique companies and several other places, you know. Thanks. And so you have a name behind you who vetted you, yeah. right? 
and that is the first gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, completely. You know what I mean? Completely. So people are like, oh, it came from Jenny. Okay, cool. So yeah. if she said it's good, it's probably pretty good. So let me take a look, yeah. right? So that's the start. Right. Then the next thing is them going, let me see them, mm-hmm. right? Now, I'm just generalizing, not outside sure, sure. of the, even outside of the company. Yeah. So the other thing is is that you, you, you run into your friends and you go, oh, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, you didn't just come to L.A. with nothing. Yeah. You came with ammunition. Yeah. Right. You came with something behind you. Yeah. So that's that's the other thing. I always tell a lot of young writers, you know, they're like, well, should I submit to these competitions? I'm like, pick the ones that you feel move you. You know, Um, there are some that people think are better than others. And that's here or there to me, because to me, all you need is one good. All he needs to do is to sell his pilot and go whatever. And then your 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 competition will become awesome. Just like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just one thing. Mm. And so 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 for me, because because when I first came up, I was doing a lot of the competitions, too. And I win some. I play some whatever. And so I get it. What it was for me was all about where am I? So let me put this one out. Let's see where it is in Austin and see where I am. Okay, I'm a finalist. Okay, that's pretty good. It still needs a little more work, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But there was, I w- yeah, where are the was, notes? Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. I had to figure it How out myself. How do you do it, yeah. yeah. And, so, and so, so you have to have your reasons behind everything that you do. And when you start going on all these meetings and you have, <clears throat> you have to go with a clear mind of let me get into their room show them who I am and show them I'm more than that yeah. that they read. People don't know how to do that. It's a little bit of an art. Yeah, yeah. But you just start talking about your friends, just a slight little sidestep. So I had a pitch meeting well, I had a meeting with a really big company um before Christmas. Me and my producing partner Pamela. And we go in, they read my Black Wall Street script. Mm-hmm. And we came in, and we were talking to them about what we're going to do, this and this, and they love the script, and this and this. But it wasn't under their mandate, mm-hmm. right? But they started going, well, you know, maybe there's something else we could do, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So I started to proceed to tell them my story, you know, growing up in the hood and the youngest of five and a military kid and being the young black gay kid, you know, in the punk rock scene and all of a sudden they were just like, really? Like, oh, really? Like, well, you know, we have this <laughs> other script. an interesting person, yeah. <laughs> we just so happened to be looking for a writer for this particular script. And I was like, really? So they started telling me. And I was like, yeah. I can write that in my sleep, yeah. right? And then... We went back and pitched, mm-hmm. you know, like literally. So it's about shifting to let them know you're more than the thing that you brought in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so that's you a lot of that. what yeah. we worked on yeah. Yeah. to right. get, when, you know, when he. Yeah. And that's uh, why I came, came here as well. Right. Yeah. Because uh, I thought way, way, way better than just you know, <laughs> giving a phone call, you know. Yeah. And like getting in the room and knowing people let you know fairly quickly mm-hmm. whether this is their thing or right. not, you know, and then then it's up to you to sell yourself. And right. it's about mm-hmm. knowing your material. Right. That's it. You know, it's like when you go in for a pitch, it's mm-hmm. about yeah. just knowing it back and forward and having the answers that they yeah. might ask questions about and, and all and, that and stuff. About and knowing what for him about, about knowing what type of writer you yeah. are. A lot of people, because it sounds like you, you have a little bit of what I have and Chris has a little bit where we could write just about anything. But, film, but TV, within that, there's genre. a style in how I write. So I'll sure. tell people when I tell them being a young black gay kid, you know, and all this, I say I'm attracted to underdog stories, but right. they're in that murder, death, kill world of crime. <laughs> so you yeah. get, oh, so that means I can handle all those different type right. of, you could put me in the middle of a crime show, you could put mm-hmm. me on a horror show, you could put me on, you get it based on where I am. Yeah. So make sure you have that yeah. little line of pitch yeah. to tell them the type of writer you are too. Right. You know what I mean? It's important. Okay. Um, I also found um, the, uh, like, 
I've never done so many interviews and mm-hmm. like so little time so quickly <laughs> right. you know, for anything. And you're going to be adjusting. And, yeah. You know, and, sure. what, what I found interesting is that some people you really, you can really hit it off with, right. you know, and you can talk about nothing for like right. over an hour or, right. you know, just, just, you know, um, sort of conversations or moves organically, but mm-hmm. the, but some people you just don't, you know, they're, they're, as I said, everyone's been perfectly nice and mm-hmm. helpful, but just, you just don't click and right. you can even feel a bit disheartened afterwards mm-hmm. and, and you know, I can imagine if I only had those two meetings, I'd be right. feeling really bad. But it's just it's something just depends on who you're meeting. You know, it's like yeah. dating. Yeah, it's, exactly. it's true. It's, it's so very, true. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Unfortunately, oh, I, I, thought, I thought this was going to be cool. I guess it's not. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> but you okay. never. I mean, the thing is, of yeah. course, is in, and one of the great things about you know this competition or or other competitions where you where you meet industry people is that you've met them and maybe you don't click at this time, mm-hmm. um, but you know, maybe you will later, or maybe the material's right, or maybe you click with the assistant, right. and we all know how important assistants are, and, well, here's you know, all of that stuff. So I always say, yeah, not every meeting makes you feel like you've left, like, walking on air, like right. your future is solid and Hollywood, I'm, built, you, know, I'm, you know, moving here next week type of thing, but it's, it's a process, like you said, like it happens next year, or it happens, the, you know, with the next project, or but here's, here's where something. that person leaves <clears throat> and goes to another company. Company right. and mm-hmm. you know they're right. unhappy there. That's why they didn't exactly. connect with I w- you. Or I was going to get to that. You know, is, that is sometimes you don't know what just happened a minute ago before you got there. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, I mean, let me let me finish my yeah, thought yeah, if you don't mind. Yeah. Is it reminds me of at some at the end of our run on the TV show. I was on this show called Deadly Class. Right, we just came out on Wednesday. Shout yeah. out to everybody. And um, so I, I'm not telling any 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 politics in the room. I'm just telling a general story. So. We all went and met um, just all, all the the writers, and we just like went to go have drinks and stuff like the night before the room was over, right? Mm-hmm. And at some point, we all were talking about how <clears throat> there were moments where we all thought we did something wrong in the room, <laughs> right? And we're going to be fired, every one of us, right? And 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 so what what we learned the 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 reason why I'm tying this in is sometimes your impression on what you do goes right over somebody's head. They didn't even notice it. Yeah. And like, I would tell somebody, oh my God, remember when I did that thing? You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then they would tell me, and we're People like, what are you talking about? about? They're like, it was that big moment when this happened. I was like, girl, I don't even remember what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, because there's so much stuff going on, yeah. I'm aware of them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if he wasn't here, I wouldn't be doing this much. <laughs> um, um, he's just sitting over there. Oh, okay. And so, um, um, so just know that you gotta, you can't, personalize why this was good or why this was bad. All you could do is be you, you know, and you is the nice guy coming with energy and, and people are already going to be infatuated with the fact that he's British. Yeah. That's gonna grab <laughs> it's going to grab him. Yeah, of people course. are like, oh, he's that. What part of England are you from? Oh, I yeah. like that accent. I mean, they just can't help it. It's, it's so unique. Yeah. So roll with that. You yeah. know, tell them stories about growing up, you know, where you're from. Yeah. Tell them about how you came from this place to that place. And Speaking I, of Polish, and then you get some people excited. Exactly. They're like, yeah. oh, really? Well, that's you why, know, and then, and oh, tell them if you speak other languages. I mean, all that stuff. Yeah, is and, that, yeah. and I was, as I was saying before we, we went um, on the air, was that, uh, you know, I, and I give him notes on who he's meeting sure. and if there's something specific about them that he should know and like, a way in right. or, you know, what they've done and 
where they were before, and you never know where your connection right. is gonna is gonna be. Whether you right. have that, and, you have and to get make in that sure you look them up yourself too. Yeah, well, he's done, <laughs> you know? yeah, you sure. do, he's done a lot of yeah. right. Of there might be a research. connection. There might be a yeah. six degrees. Mm-hmm. There's somebody you work with yeah. back in England. You yeah. know, yeah. so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's true. And by the way, and um, you were saying, you know, all you need is one person to sell a script. The last year's winner mm-hmm. has been optioned. Oh, good. So um, uh, we've actually optioned a couple times. Um, uh, We've been through that, haven't way. we, Chris? Yeah, that was in a good way. But this right. was in a good way. Um, uh, but uh, by really, you know, like, great people. And so that's that's happening. So right. it is it is happening, right. you know, and it's happening in here and in England and sure. in Canada and right. stuff like that. So sure. it is, you know, it takes time for things to start. And this is only four years in. Four years. Like, four years in, they, the, the winner gets... 35, 35 freaking, know. you know, meetings is not even just in America. Yeah. That's no, that, huge. Yeah. It's huge. You know? I mean, to, to me, I think... And they're major. They're real, you know, substantive people, mm-hmm. too. So I'm, to, I'm proud of that. I, don't, I mean, that's, that's, that's just me having started in this right. industry when I was that's 19. That's your background and people yeah, respect me who you are. Yeah, that was me 19. Right. You know, I'm what calling people say, I knew 20 years ago. Um, <clears> oh, I was going to say, uh, I mean, like, people <laughs> need to... I think it's always this thing about they think it's happening overnight. They want it to happen quickly. They right. need it to happen. I mean, people need it to happen quickly because mm-hmm. they don't want to do what they're doing. They right. want to be like doing the creative. But I, I mean, things take a long time. Yeah. I mean, I mean, like the you know, like the the, the meeting I had the other day, the pitch meeting. Mm-hmm. The, the the first thing the person I I, I saw was like. I can, you know what? I don't have a lot of bandwidth right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you can do this, you know, in just like two minutes and just tell me to log on and uh, we can go from there. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, and then I just started getting ex- excited about it. She's like, no, no, just tell me the whole thing. Tell me the whole thing. Tell me the whole right. thing. Mm-hmm. And then Cause it was... Because it, it, by two minutes you had her. Yeah. Well, because, right. you know, right. and then I just was my energy. Mm-hmm. And then as it was over, I mean, throughout the whole thing, she just got so excited. And right. it was over. She was like, oh, this oh, this is what we need to do. Right. This, you know, and she was like, take your time. I come back in a month. And I was like... Come back in a month. I can have these notes done you know, like by Monday. <laughs> exactly. This is like not a problem. <laughs> but I just realized, but it's like, you know what? This person is on a show right. yeah. that is in the middle of the room that they, you know, there's always, there's air dates already set, mm-hmm. all this kind of stuff. It's like, like that's the thing. People, like, people don't have the time to drop what they're doing and run with what, it right. doesn't, matter, doesn't matter how cool your project mm-hmm. is, they just can't do that. Well, mm-hmm. here's you know? something interesting too, and I, I mean, Sebastian, might not have brought this up, but like, um, you can never, I mean, not ever, probably, but most of the time you can't take any of it personally. Like you mm-hmm. were saying about, you know, feeling like you're getting fired and people yeah. are being like, I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> right. you know, like meetings get rescheduled all the time. Yeah. It's not about you. He's been trying to meet one of our, one of the mentors from last year is the head of Imagine now, Karen mm-hmm. Lunder, who wasn't, who was the executive VP. And then she got, uh, when Erica Huggins left, okay. and now she's president of Imagine. So he's meeting with the president. That's huge. He's meeting with the president That's of Imagine. Huge. Now, yeah, she don't have way, no time. Yeah, by the way, yeah. she's had to she's right. had to reschedule about three times. I believe it. And you know, it's yeah. like you know, there's that sort yeah. of panic. Like, I really want to meet the president right. of Imagine, and I really want him to meet right. the president of Imagine. She's also just the nicest lady. But you know, it's like 
they want it too. You know, they're, yeah. they're, they're like, listen, we're in a pitch war. We're in a, mm-hmm. an, an auction right mm-hmm. now, and she's got to go here, and she's got to go here, mm-hmm. and, you know, when's he leaving? And we're going to make sure, you know, and they're confirmed. It's confirmed, by the way, well, Sebastian, okay. for her Tuesday. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, and, I mean, and it's, it's not it's about not, him. It's not going to be in the world if you don't. No, it's not. You're still on their radar. Yeah. They yeah. still read the script. Sh- they still know what's going on. Yeah. So and, and, I mean, there's always the yeah. Skype. But it's, it's, it's always not like, this, oh, yeah. I'm not important. It's like, no, no. there's something that's there's something else right. going the on. Not about right. it, I mean, you know? and, and the thing her is, her job is on the line. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. And the thing about the thing about when people when executives reschedule. If they're really good about rescheduling and their people are good about, you know, hey, I'm sorry, I'm moving on, is that the thing I think is that everybody wants to be told a good story. And they're hoping that whatever comes across their desk is like is going to be that next good story. Yeah, that's right. And it's easier if it's been vetted by a competition or something like that. Mm So like okay, so it's it's past a bunch of rungs. So I know it's a good enough story at at this moment. But right. how? And the question for them to saying at this point is how good is it? Right. You know, and and they're constantly saying I got to reschedule because I want to hear this good story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but I can't right now because this may be like you know like forty million dollars that we mm-hmm. got to spend on. You know, yes. there's, all, there's, all, there's all that that's right. like going yeah. on. So many levels. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but Jenny told me quite a lot. This is about the long game or long, this. You know, this is all long term you know um, and uh, it's something perhaps uh, sort of aspirant writers should keep in mind that you have uh, you know you have <clears throat> you never know also who could help you like I, I got um, I got an agent in England mm-hmm. um, in, like a couple of years ago and that mm-hmm. was through a dear friend of mine who's a coordinator and a, a director's assistant and she introduced me to a writer okay. in the UK and then that writer said alright let me introduce you to this, to this agent that's, you know? that's what so, we should be doing as, and yeah. you know so, just, you know, so yeah. just keeping your mind open and being friendly yeah. and being patient is kind yeah. of good advice yeah. let, me, let me ask you two more little quick questions yeah. so so when you you said you you, you, you found out you won Instead of taking the calls, you decided to come to L.A., right? Yeah. So let's just say you came on your own time, didn't you? Yeah. That's, well, he got paid something, too. He did but you get, get, you know my did, point. He does, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a winning no, there's, prize. Yeah, there's a I prize, but yeah, yeah, he's here on his own time. Right, that's, right. That's, that's important. I'm, the, I'm trying to yeah, show the yeah, audience right. this is the type of shit you need to do. Yeah, that's right. You have to be willing to take your own initiative, yeah. your own dime, whatever, to, to handle your business. Yeah. Am I right, Chris? Yes. <laughs> right. And yes. by the way, I had to call him oh, and yes. make this un- uncomfortable call mm-hmm. to him and say, I can't fit all these meetings in. You got to <laughs> extend your time. Yeah. Right. Which meant yeah, yeah. more right. investment, more, more money, money. I've and taken, he did right. it. I've taken because, a big hit on my savings. I'm sure. But I, uh, but I hope, you know, I'm hoping it's, it's not your savings. It's like you say, but I'll see you It's investment. Says, investment. Yeah. Invest investment in yourself. You. Right. You, there's, there's no money better spent than what you invest in yourself. Right. Right. And um, you could have yeah. never met this many people that fast. That fast, yeah. Yeah. you know, ever, like ever. this is the thing I was. I think a couple of podcasts ago, I was telling everyone about that guy, T. Harv Eckhart, right? Mm-hmm. This, this book, um, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. He's always like, "There's you know, when you get your money, you there's savings things you should do. You should always put a certain amount of money in education hmm. for your own education." And it's like, and so like, so you get your money and, and, and break off your blah, 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 but make sure you put some in an education account that you don't touch until you need to do something that you know is going to help you. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, for instance, in this situation, if you'd been saving your education fund, this money could be spent right. on your education. Because yeah, you could write all this off 
hey, you're smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Well, so, I don't yeah. know how those, those, those British tax laws I don't are. Know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said if you're smart. I go, Trump figured the shit out. I figured it out. But, yeah. But you have to do that because you the worst thing, and and it's something that I know from personal hardship on it experiences if you don't spend the money on something that you honestly think that you might help you or that other people are spending money on yeah. then you might be setting yourself back where the long game now becomes three four years longer right. you true. know yeah. than it, yeah. than it, than it might, might have just been a year of hardship mm-hmm. for you as opposed to now it's like four yeah. like four years because you gotta like if, if people are doing it mm-hmm. then that means you should be doing it too, or, or something similar. I, I find a way. Like if nobody was going to that, you know, to the UCLA thing, then well, well, then don't go. Why, right. why would you go? But right. a lot of people are going. It's, it's always packed. Got to get in. And and people that we know who've been in it mm-hmm. have, you know, it's like it's like it's like the, the careers change immediately right. once they get out, which means that you do it. Or what's your guys? Remember the guy who was telling us that he did that? <sighs> he created Pose. Oh, Steven. Uh, yeah, Steven. Yeah, uh, he was he was in there with Michelle. Yeah, but yeah. yeah, but but he was saying he was he was doing it online at first, right? And then he was like, "I need it to be real. I got to come to LA and right. take it yeah. there in person." Right. He was in New York. Yeah, he's in New York. He's just you taking know? classes he's, online. Yeah, and he was like, "Screw any classes Not online." Yeah. It, you know? So much of it is about yeah. That and so he, he came yeah. here, spent the money. You know, he'd already been through school. He was he had a nice job somewhere, mm-hmm. and he was like, "You know, I got to give all this up because I want to do this." Right. You know, and you and, and you got to do that. You got to make the sacrifice. Right. It's harder to do yourself. I think it's uh, I, I kind of like giving advice like that sometimes to friends, but like when I. You know, when I need to, I need to extend um, uh, the trip. I, I was like, I'm kind of um, conservative in my money. Mm-hmm. You know, I was too, a bit too wary. He cheap, careful. yeah, he cheap. Cheap <laughs> 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 <She> bastard. <laughs> and, and, um, uh, and then I just called like you know like a few friends, my dad. I was like, do you think it's, do you should do it? Do you think it's mm. worth it? He was like, yeah, do it, yeah. you idiot. <laughs> you know, so, so I just he's like, here's five pounds. You can go ahead and go. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but, well, but, but 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 to me, the big thing is. If you, it's one thing to not to be New York, Arkansas, wherever Georgia. You got to come to LA, blah blah blah. Right. It's he's, still a flight. It's still a flight, but he's coming from England, right? Right. Yeah. So it's, there's there's a lot more kind of like riding on it because I know there's some talking with Shane. Mm-hmm. You know, is that there's this uh, as much as we look at Hollywood as there's this mythic quality about Hollywood that we have as Americans. Mm-hmm. It's even bigger for people overseas. Like, right. oh shit, that's we, we're going not just to America, but we're going to Hollywood. Right. Yep. And there's a lot to that. And so, so you definitely say, I must make every minute there count. I have to because it's not. Now, granted, you're lucky because it's been raining here. So, you, <laughs> so, so I see that. I see that because he also not, has a good chaperone. <laughs> well, I know that. Seeing an inside of his motel. No, yeah, but, but what I'm saying is, there's no like the, the, like the thing about LA too that I think people don't get is when you come out here is the distractions in this town will just rob you of everything. Yes. And next thing you know, oh, five years has gone by. But mm-hmm. it's like when it rains and stuff like that, and you just can't go down to the beach and hang out and like waste a day mm-hmm. or not waste a day, but you be there. Thinking, I'll be there for an hour, and then you got to park, and next thing you're hours are gone right. by mm-hmm. it's like well you know stuff like that's not happening to you here you know and you're not tempted to go do that because you're like look at these showers to get to his next meeting they've been very carefully scheduled but that's good that's yeah. good well thanks man we appreciate <laughs> having you sebastian me, congrats yeah. thank you very much congrats. see it wasn't that bad we just have a conversation no, no, yeah. right he's, yeah. fish, he's yeah. nice you know 
soft-spoken British guy. That's all right. He's pretending. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him at the club. His little emo music. Get I down, you know, <laughs> down in yeah. shots of Jaeger or exactly. whatever. I'm doing yeah. this. Well, people don't understand me sometimes. I went, I went um, to see a few friend, a couple of mm. friends last night, and I asked for some water. Yeah. You know, and they had no. They, they might as well be speaking Korean. Yeah. No idea what I was saying. I, was saying. I had to say water. We're cultural here. We're cultural. So what what what's next for you um, with your scripts? Anything you want to you working on? What's uh, next? Yeah, well, I'm working on a I like basically I like had about prepared like six pitches that mm-hmm. I'm just like um, I'm not really pitching that much in the meetings actually right. I'm talking about more myself just and just making sure that you have them yeah and exactly just it. in case um, um, and particularly if like an agent is interested right. or something and uh, and uh, yeah I mean some of them I've started writing some I haven't mm-hmm. but as I said they're quite diverse they're very different sure. and um, and what I tend to do is I tend to try and reach out to people I trust and know and say oh, how does that sound what, what right. do you think of this what do you think of this right. Um, and then if I feel the project has any uh, legs, um, then I just go ahead and write it as okay. quickly as I can. Well, because also <laughs> in England, they do a lot of treatments, you know, and a lot yeah. of, and, and people buy yeah. treatments in oh, England. Right. It's, actually, yeah. and it's actually very, I mean, um, I haven't, I haven't, none of my treatments have been bought, but I, but what I find, I find it really useful to summarize a story mm-hmm. really concisely, really well into right. a treatment form, right. even like one or two pages mm-hmm. before I start writing, mm-hmm. because then you know exactly what the, you know, what, what the premise is. What the well, yeah, is. I mean, it's always, to me, it's always about knowing where you start and where you end. Yeah. If, you, if you could see that, yeah. everything in between, especially yeah. if you understand structure, yeah. you understand where the story yeah. needs to rise and fall for exactly. the most part. And if you're captivating you know? a reader just right. on a, like a, pay, a page of prose or two pages or something, then you're on, I think you're onto something. Yeah. And, then, and then you start writing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel that, you know, treatments, whatever, that, that, that preparation before mm-hmm. you write, before you type fade in is so critical. Um, cause you know, you, cause, cause, cause you probably thought about, particularly if you're going to write it two pages and get it so it's captivating, you've developed a lot of what the character is in your head and figuring out what's the concisest way to say this on the page and make it pop. Mm-hmm. And that means that you, that you're doing all that, that work that's necessary to make it work on the screenplay right. and then like pre- pre- pressing it down into like, you know, three sentences right. yeah. and, and get, get in the habit. I'm sorry, Jenny, mm-hmm. get in the habit if you are or aren't already. <clears throat> because you do TV and film, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. But just with your TV, you want to go even one step further. I'm not telling you how to change your process, just so you get used to writing the outlines, you know, about 10, 12 pages. Because as soon as you get a show, they're going to be expecting that. Right. Yeah. So just get in the habit of, yeah. you know, you wrote that one page, now let me expand on mm-hmm. the beats. You yeah. know, just, just to get in the habit yeah, if, you, when, if you're not when doing it. In prep for all of this, he wrote, he started, you know, a Bible. Good. Obviously, mm-hmm. about five five uh, episodes, you know, that are really, mm-hmm. really. Yeah, and fleshed the series out. outlines. Okay. Series outlines, yeah, good. Like that, right. And then you're, his, want to just talk real, real briefly about like virus, because that's the thing that's kind of the pitch that okay. you're okay. following up with. Uh, yeah, sure. So it's a, it's a sort of. Feature, it's a feature, mm-hmm. um, and it's set in a post-apocalyptic world and some kind of in a wasteland where basically mm-hmm. humanity has um, m- most of humanity isn't, doesn't survive anymore. They've been destroyed by this um, uh, pathogen, and uh, hum- and everyone, hu- what's left of humanity is basically dependent on antiviral uh, drugs. Yeah. 
and they and antiviral drugs are provided by an institution called the VRI, the Virus Research Institution, <laughs> and and also they, they also, it's also set in sort of desert desert wasteland because mm. uh, this virus struggles to survive in this yeah. you know in the heat and the um, you know the dry uh, desert conditions, and uh, stories about. A, a bus driver, a lone bus driver called John Murray, who kind of self-serving, doesn't care about anyone, um, and he runs into seven children who hmm. are experimentation subjects of the Virus Research Institution mm-hmm. who have escaped. So he's forced to protect them initially, um, and then he decides um, he wants to abandon them. He can't, you know, he can't be responsible for them. He's responsible for himself. But each time he does a new threat emerges mm. and then he's forced to stay by their side. Right. And then throughout the movie there become there comes a strong emotional bond between him and them and um and his uh his uh his want to sort of um you know, abandon them becomes weaker, significantly right. weaker as he gets closer to them and they start to see him as a surrogate father. And at the crucial point of the movie he then learns or the script, he learns that uh, they're actually carrying the cure to the virus, mm. which could ultimately save mankind. And then he faces a dilemma. Does he continue protecting them from suffering? Or does he... Um, save, or does, save his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Sell them for... Or, 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 does he give them up to ver- for the sake of humanity, for yeah. mankind, just to rescue mankind and yeah. to himself because he's infected? Right. So tragically, he does end up giving them up. Well, of no, course. No, 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 no. Well, you got to sacrifice yourself. No, 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 no. He gives them up, but then he, but then he, uh, but then he decides, he decides, um, uh, of the, you know, he, he realizes fairly quickly that the, the suffering he's um, right. put on them, that he's going to have to go and rescue them again. And he okay. gets some allies to go help him and um, ultimately makes this. Sounds like a big sacrifice. adventure, almost like it, a it Mad is. Max crazy it's, zombie you know, movie. I, I was going to say, it sounds <laughs> like Mad Max meets mm. Children of Men. Oh, okay. And I'm just like, that's cool. The reason I liked it is because, um, and I'm, you know, let me tell you how many post-apocalyptic scripts there are. Oh, yeah. There's a trillion. And, um, but this one has a real nice uh, emotional connection that you don't Mm -hmm. often get in that, you know, it's very, a lot of scripts like that, you know, are just very straightforward action or... Mm -hmm or peril or whatever. And this one really focuses on the, the emotional connection between the kids and, yeah, and John. The, and that, that made it a lot, made it a huge difference in sort of being like, yeah, you should go. Let me just ask you really briefly, where did, how did that one come to you? Uh, the idea? Yeah. That's a good question. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote it a while ago. You know what's <clears> interesting <throat> about that though is that I didn't, it's, it's the same kind of a folklore is that I didn't over-prepare the idea. I kind of just, and it was something I really wanted to see. So mm. it just, came out of me fluidly. The reason the reason I'm asking is as somebody who's probably listened to 1500 or 2000 yeah. pitches. Yeah. The ones that get me even if we're sitting in a room and they came in to pitch me a story and I'm like okay I already have something like that and I ask for something else I'm still looking for a little bit of the origin. So mm-hmm. for example mm-hmm. you might say something instead of just jumping into the pitches about this I'll say this is just a suggestion. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'll be like well, there's this other one called whatever. So when I was a kid, there was this really interesting thing where blah, blah, blah. I was yeah. fatu- infatuated mm-hmm. with this. Mm-hmm. So my story's about, but, you know, it's just the transitions yeah. that, that, that most, we've talked about this a mm-hmm. hundred times on the show. Mm-hmm. Most, most writers go to pitch and they don't realize that they're pitching themselves more than even the story. Mm. It doesn't make sense, but it makes sense. Here's what I mean. So you come to pitch, right? And you start off pitching, just telling me what the pitch is. I'm sitting there going, can we afford John August to write this thing? 
You know, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm using them as an example, I know, I know, I know. and John knows I use him as an example <laughs> all the time. I want to hire Bill Ray, you know, he, he he's just, just, just you know, you know, he just <laughs> can't get bigger than that, so to speak. You know, you. and there's plenty more, you know, or Eric, I, I, I can never Heiser. say that. you know, Heiser? whatever, you know, what I mean, any of those guys, they're sitting there going, "Can we afford right. that?" He could write that. So if you tie in how you came up with it, then right. it's yours. I'm going. Yeah. Nobody else can write it but you. That's right. Right. I don't care if they give you. You give me five in a row. Mm. Tell me how it came to you. Then tell me the story. Well, see, that's the whole, see, that's the thing that happens a lot when you are pitching television. And it also goes back to what you said: is like there's a thousand of these post-apocalyptic right. stories out there. Why are you the one to <clears> write it? And why this one? That's why this one. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's like, it's because it's exactly. personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's 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 this. There's something that you can bring to it because every story that you know. I always go back to my childhood. That's why I said that when I was a kid, because it, it lets you know I have you, stories it, since I was a kid, kid to now. now about this. You it's, know? it's it's it, it, it was you. No, again, it goes back to what I was saying earlier about you got to keep like the integrity of the movie. And it's like, you know, in terms of like, and think about it as the movie. Right. And it's like someone who just can come in and just is like, I have this idea and I know this world and blah, blah, blah. I mean, like there's hundreds of people who can come in and do that rewrite mm-hmm. for a week to, to add this kind of texture. Right. But the heart of the story, the heart of any story is who, like, like where's it coming from? That person has an insight to whatever it is right. the to, make it, to make it work. Because, mm-hmm. you know, every story, I tell this, you know, I'm, this is something that I say to people all the time in my writers group and I, and I think they think I'm crazy because it's like every movie you are partly crazy well I am <laughs> but I mean, I'm not going to deny that see what, um, see what you fell into but, but, but the, the thing is is that you know there's people start you know there's, oh, I'm just my story and blah 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 and I'm like oh oh you know what you do here are four movies you should watch right. they're like oh with your movies they're like <laughs> you know it's all stuff that people have not even seen right you know they've not, they're not even heard of you know, I was telling somebody the other day, he told me this, like, like Ron told the right. story, and I was like, oh, oh, this is a movie. And I was like, it's called The Knack and How to Get It. And, and everyone looked at me like, where the hell are you coming with that movie? And, I was, I mean, and, and never would have you seen it. I was like, yeah, yeah. But, and, 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 I, and I don't say it to say, that, you know, that the, the idea that you've done has been done before. Right. I'm saying that watch that movie to see what they did, because it's, 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 what they did and what you did is is similar, but what you're going to do is going to be is going to be your own because of what you bring right. to it. Your right. characters are going to make it work, but the, but they handled a similar right. type of story, exactly. you know. And that's that's the reason why you know people keep watching the same type of thing because mm-hmm. it's like oh that's really cool, but it's the way that character handled that right. situation that makes it cool, and that character's re- reality works from what you bring. Yeah, it. we call that yeah. the voice. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. On right. that note. Yeah. Thank you, Sebastian. Yeah. Are you on uh, Twitter, Instagram, or anything? Can people follow you? Nothing. No, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm not on social media. It's 2019. Media. He is not on any social know. media. You young millennial looking second. <laughs> <laughs> see, I actually appreciate it. Yeah. See, this, this, the thing I'm curious about is mm-hmm. how big is social media outside of the States? I oh, think no, it's, it's big. It's, no, it's, it's big. big. But look, he's, look what's happened. Yeah, it's he fine. still doesn't, hasn't, uh, yeah. you know, he's. Yeah. I was making. I was about to say I was making the joke because yeah. you know I'm hardly ever on there, and you know we have you know thousands and thousands of people listen to our show, yeah. and I barely have like 1,200 people on my or maybe 2,000 <laughs> people on my Instagram. 
I should have thousands. Right, I just right. don't have time. You don't yeah, have time. Right. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I'm kind of a private person as well, oh, yeah. so I don't really yeah. like, you know. You just don't want nobody to see how many girls you got. <laughs> so, I got the videotape. <laughs> oh, no. Um, I'm new, but anyway, we you are at? on social media. Yeah. Um, Finish Line Script on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. And the um, Finish Line Script competition on Facebook. Finish Line Script Competition on Instagram, right. and the website is www.finishlinescriptcompetition.com. <laughs> so basically, you put in Finish Line right. Script, you can find her. That's right. <laughs> it'll be on it's the, not hard to find. Yeah, it'll be in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes. We'll put it, put oh, it all in the show you. notes. And as to what you were saying about investing in yourself, we have just invested in ourselves, and we have a brand new website and everything. Awesome. So, uh, like... It was time to upgrade, like, mm-hmm. okay, we're here now, and mm-hmm. this is what we're doing. So it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, we're pleased with it, and it's a nice visual. Go awesome. check it out and enter. We're open for submissions. <laughs> that was that. Be that the was next that. 35 mentor, mm-hmm. uh, Winner. Well, knowing you by the time it starts, you're like, <laughs> we're like, we have 47 people in our thing. <laughs> Mike, we'll see. Yeah. We will see. Well, we'll bring them back next year, whoever well, the winner thank is. thank you, thank you, You sir. know, yep. that's what's up. Congrats, so, Sebastian. Thank you. Thank you. This is fun. Where are you at, Chris? Uh, unauthorized CBD on Twitter and Instagram. That's what's up. And I'm your host, Hilliard Guest. You guys can find me on Twitter. I say Twitter like I'm British. Like, <laughs> you guys can find me on, <laughs> you guys can follow the show, Screenwriters Rant Room. Uh, Screenwriters Rant. Screenwriters RR on Twitter. See, <laughs> you fucking me up. <laughs> on Twitter. Um, you guys can follow the show. If you have any questions, screenwritersrantroom at gmail.com. Please go on iTunes, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, whatever you listen to. Follow the show. Subscribe. Um, share the show, all that other stuff. We appreciate it. We also we also have a Facebook page that I don't hardly ever promote, but <laughs> I post on there. I just well, you got know, shit Facebook to do. Knows anymore? And then uh, yeah, Lisa will be back in a couple of weeks, so that'll be fun. Yeah. We'll we'll get back to the grind. Paul Gio's gonna be on soon when he's back. So oh, you talking to them? Okay. Yeah, we were texting last night about some stuff. Um, let me think. So much stuff going on. Oh, please check out. We they just dropped. Um, my new show, uh, Deadly Class on Sci-Fi, has got great responses. You know, my fucking phone was ringing off the hook. It was crazy. Watch the, uh, the uh, I mean, if you missed the pilot, it's like it's on Sci-Fi.com. It's on, it's so, on everywhere too. Yeah, it's watch on, that, and, and I think it's on Hulu and Amazon and all kind of stuff. And episode two is coming up. Yeah, episode two drops. And I co-wrote episode six. Nice. So it's a, it's a trip. You got it. It's a show you got to watch every episode, though, because it's very serialized based on the comic book, you okay. know. So anyway, shout out to the whole team of Deadly Class. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Um, so with that, you know how we do it on the Rant Room. On the show, we keep it real. We keep it opinionated. We keep it what, Chris? 2019. 2019. Peace, y'all. Well, I'm going to say what I feel. And I promise to keep it real. Welcome to the Red Room. So you wanna be a rider? Well, you gotta be a rider till your fears are diminishing the doubts are behind ya. It's hard to grind and the business got me stressed in the Red Room. We let that shit up off our chest. You know the street nerds got no time for no caca. Sass in class, yes they missed the bowl of kasha. Never have to guess when you're listening to Hilliard. He gon' bring more game than a shark playing billiards. It's all about the crap of screenwriting. It's exciting when you turn an outline into something enlightening. Your pen and words are like bullets in a gun. Write what you feel, say what you want. 
Welcome to the Red Room.